podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need Robin stealing or mugging. Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers, and the joy of this particular Whistleblowers is it's the denouement, minus about three weeks, of a football season. And as a direct result of that, we've decided to include a musical interlude. I don't particularly know why, but it will be there and you will enjoy it because it's very good. The man who's brought it to us is our guest for this evening from the West London Persuasion. Stuart DeBille has returned. We haven't seen you for ages, have you, Stu? So no, about two or three years. Quite right, too. I think the last time I was so uh, drunk. <laughs> I didn't really. I don't remember a word of it. I just you remember mentioned s- that to me. Yeah. I, I assume it's because our two accents aren't allowed to be in the same room at the same time. But it's not that then at all. No. Well, it's also Mark Baxter as well. That we we're not allowed to be in a room with him either, are we? Well, basically, that's because once he hits that bass lines, all the windows come out, don't well, they? As well. So, so yeah. yeah. So Stu's back, and and we'll talk about your band in a moment's time, and obviously your football team, which oh, are doing all right. Yeah, calm down. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's a gentleman in the room as well, um, Mr. Andy Connell, welcome back. Talking Northerner. Finally, yeah. see, something for the people to relate to. So Actually, that's... an accent that they can, people can understand the words, <laughs> which is nice. great news. Um, now, Andy, we are in a weird part of the world for you at the moment because I'm not totally sure that... that the weekend's result was something that makes you all feel comfortable in your own skin or not. Because the City were playing a team that needed to get something, yes. and that's like real football. Yeah, we don't like those games. No, of course you don't. <laughs> no, we, we, I, I, you know, honestly, the, at the end of that, the start of the game, we're thinking, this has to be Sabanka. We've got to put this away. At the end of the game, I'm thinking... I know it sounds sacrilegious, but I'm with Middlesbrough. I'm thinking, yeah. because you know the reason why? Because I remember when we were Middlesbrough, when we were that team yes. against a team that should, you know, walk past us, and we somehow got the point, you know, and for Negredo to score, which for me is, that was lovely to see. It's one chance in the game, he yeah. puts it away. But I did, something happened to me during that game. There was some sort of change because I want to be middle, I wanted to be Middles. I wanted to be the Middlesbrough fans watching that game. At the end, yeah, you know, for the last half hour when we, you know, we should really win. And uh, you know, the thing is, I haven't acclimatized to we should really win because the, if the city thing, you look at the timeline of the city thing, it's only in this eleventh hour. And look at, and look at your age started. gradient with it. Yeah. It's, 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 you're, you're, I've had you're the point forty here, years yeah. of being Middlesbrough. Yeah. And now I've got to get used to this idea that we win every week. You yeah. know? And the top teams, I understand now why United fans have been as bitter as they have been every week. Because winning every week is the minimum requirement. You know, it's like you're obliged to, and, and if you don't win, the vitriol and the venom that can yeah. be. Whereas before, when we didn't win, it's like, well, you know, we're a bit this, miserable. This is the interesting thing, because we've because we got this no brood issue that, that, that has to deal with these situations. I think it's quite, it's, it, at the moment now, I think this is where it's making these, like Klopp, Guardiola, Conte, slightly more charming because you're watching blokes who suddenly have been put in a situation which they've never seen before. And my God, it's stand up or yeah. or walk. Well, I mean, for me, the interesting thing this season was, and the way the press was all built up at the start of the season, was the North West will be the most interesting place to watch because you've got Klopp at Liverpool, uh, 
Mourinho at United and uh, Pepto Dismal at City. <laughs> So it's just no knees. Absolutely um, no knees. No, but it's, like it's, it's the way he pronounced it. It's, <laughs> he actually, all the letters are in the right place. I, I, trust me. But I, but it was all about them. And of course, Conte's gone in, come to Chelsea, and just built a side. You know, he's, the side's there. So building might not be the right word, but for me, he's he's put an even thing across the whole team where they all play with each other. It's the most solid team I've seen with without any sort of airs or graces. And for me, like you say, the, the interesting thing is Conte's gone in there and, well, you know, it'd be a miracle if we don't win the league. If yeah. you're saying catastrophic, I can't see happening. But um, And I think with the other, with Guardiolo coming over, I can't even say his name, Pep. Or you choose not to. <laughs> I, I don't know to. which the two. That... You know, with him and Klopp as well, they're, they're, I mean, they've got to learn quickly. Otherwise, they're out of a job, you know. And I, that's the way it is in England. But, that, yeah, but this is the weird thing about Conte, though, in this season, is that it, this is the anomaly. Is that, in theory, he, he probably had that time as well. Except, you know what he's gone and done? I don't think he... I, I don't think the two are comparable. And he's walked into a side that didn't perform last year for whatever reasons of their own psychologically they decided not yeah. to perform Hazard didn't perform Conte um, Costa didn't perform the star players oh, didn't turn up for quite. their manager for whatever reason and uh, you know hats off to Chelsea they've been they deserve to win the league no question about that but when you look at what he's at, what he's done is man management he's got the best out of players that he's walked into and in, inherited basically a strong side it's, it was always a strong side they didn't play last year but he, yeah, but there's absolutely perfectly good point. It was a strong side. It was full of the same footballs that he's fundamentally made play football this year, yeah. or they've chosen to play football this year. Which was the version? Well, that's my version. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's going to be different. <laughs> I, 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 well, for why why they didn't play last season? I, I think partly confidence. I think not going on to have. Obviously, Mourinho. I don't know what he did in the dressing room. You know, but that went downhill quicker than, you know, Franz Klammer <laughs> in 1976. Everybody. I had to pull that one out of the back then. <laughs> Hello, young people. <laughs> that was a downhill skier from... 1976. No, or... not the year. Where's he come yeah, from? He's Austrian. He's Austrian. Austrian. I hope he is. Yeah. Austrian downhill skier, everybody. Austrian <laughs> downhill skier. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, so... Say so we've uh, just a different attitude, I suppose. Is a different way of looking, um, treating players, I suppose. Mourinho for me has been the interesting story this weekend because of the Luke Shaw situation that has happened before. Luke Shaw dares to right. get hurt. Yeah, has gone um, has gone off to you know he's gone off to the quack and they said yeah he's actually hurt. Mourinho spent a lot of time calling players out and Shaw got a lot of it Smalling and um, Rojo obviously were also in the frame a few weeks ago do you think it's a part of his skill set still that he can use that as a weapon or is he do you think he's just gone wrong in the way that he's dealing with his footballers well he certainly went wrong at Chelsea didn't he in the, the latter days okay that's so this previous you think yeah. well I just think it, <laughs> He's obviously someone who will do anything it takes to win, and we can admire that or we can't, depending on how we feel about it. But I think when you get down to it, the way the way various players, he said the other week, he, he, he wished he wished uh, who was the the German uh, who went, oh, Schneiderlin went, and yeah. someone else who 
he just kind of let them, he just dispensed with them. And he does seem, it's no great surprise. We, we know that he's not, you know, he's not sitting there being altruistic about things. He's, this, this is what we have to do to win. And I think you see it's working for them because United now are a very, what's the thing? They're a difficult team to beat. We saw that yeah. <laughs> in midweek. Yeah. And, you know, all, for all that, I think, you know, you don't go into... I didn't hate that nil-nil, by the way, as well. I, I no, it was an interesting game. I, no, I thought it was an okay game of football. It was attack yeah. against defence. And, and you could say that those are interesting games. If you set your defence up, yeah. it's an interesting challenge. And then you turn in. But yeah. for, for a City fan, going back all that time, for, for somebody to turn up in a derby and pl- basically play defence, it doesn't feel good. It, okay, it's not the spirit of the There's, derby. Yeah. But... Is there anything in the Mourinho you see now uh, with, with this like corner? Was, was, was there something in his Chelsea record about that at all? Do you remember, does that go back at all? I'm trying to think of a player that he would have um, would have picked up on, but he was usually the star player that he pull up just to keep keep them in check. Ah, right. But now I don't know. I always feel I almost feel like his mojo has been broken to a degree because of um, people have sort of seen through him. because he, you know, Chelsea were the worst side for whatever, how many years, you know, a long time. And, you know, obviously old school like us, we're used to a bit of that. It was like, I actually quite enjoyed it in a certain way. So it sort of reminded me that what it used to be like a little bit. In a perverse. Bit. In a perverse, kind yeah. Of way, yes. But you do want to come out of it. You don't like losing, no, you, know, yeah. or, you know, West Brom or whatever, but, or anyone. <laughs> but like, but with Mourinho, I just think he's always looking for that, that siege mentality. And with a club like Man United... You know, you're all, they're always going to be hated, but they're never, they're never under the cosh in the same sort of way. They're never in the, the spotlight slightly different. And so for me, Mourinho being the way he is, I think he should just give up trying to play that game and just try and be a little bit different. Maybe, you know, being a bit more positive about everything yeah, around yeah. the, around your club. You know, you're, you're managing Man United. You know, it's not like... Uh, yeah, it's, it, I'll tell you what, exactly. It, it's, it's a new stage. Yeah. You might want to try a new act. Yeah. That could be yeah, a I'll decent think, argument. And I think that was it. I don't want to be, sound too partisan, but I think there was a certain... Yeah, there should be a flamboyance to those games. You know, and this is perfectly poised. You know, it's fourth and fifth. All right, maybe it's too perfectly poised. You yeah. have to be safe. Nobody wants to lose, but let's have a game of football, you know. See, I quite like the deal deal. But then again, you well, know, I had nothing in it. And, you know, uh, I wouldn't have minded a nil I'm nil. boring. So there you go. That might be the answer. <laughs> uh, back after the break, once I've gone and um, looked up, counted my teeth. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Uh, 24. Is that, is that the amount of teeth we have in our heads? It's more than that, isn't it? It's 30, 28, 20, 30. 30. 30. Welcome to my world, then. Yeah. No, 24 is the amount in, in the championships. 
Championship. Easy. Yeah, yeah. That's about if you're allowed to have in the championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's this, much less than that. Oh, really? <laughs> Only if you've had a, in, in the Europa League qualified. Yeah. Oh, dear me. Tragic shame. Um, the weekend provided us with, and, and, and as a result, you know, Mike Riley from the uh, uh, referees official referendum society. I, 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 obviously, I'll have to acknowledge all the other parties. I'm hearing Michael Caine in the general election now. now. <laughs> oh no, no, he's not standing, is he? Sorry, no, that's right. Yeah, uh, and, and now here's the public broadcast for the referee. No, uh, we haven't got to worry about that stuff. Um, Mike Riley has uh, after the weekend. Uh, it's kind of pertinent, I suppose, because we've seen a couple of dis- uh, decisions in the box. Let me. I, I was trying to find the right words. I need, but Rashford and Kane. We're in there. There's other decisions we've got this weekend. What's in the frame is obviously the technology. Mike Riley says, whatever happens, it stays with the ref. Now, that, what, there's, two, there's two things about that. Is that, of course, that means that um, the te- the, what has to happen is, is that the referee, the other people look at it and make a decision, but he, the ref also looks at it. So, welcome to 20 minutes of making his mind up. Where are we now, Durant and Stu, in terms of this? Are, are we on the verge? I think it's got to go, off, you know, with the goal line technology, the next one will be the big decisions like the, the diving or the sending or penalties, in fact, were they in the box without box? Now, you know, referees have looked after the games for as long as the games have been going on. And Mike Riley's quite, quite funny, really, because he was one of the poorest refs we ever yes, used to get he was, he was exceptionally <laughs> good at being bad yeah he? he was one of them you'd love to hate I don't even about love to hate just hated him <laughs> but, um, well he, cut the first yeah bit. yeah yeah but yeah <laughs> just go straight he was such a uh, you know precise ref at times on things that he should have let go you know mm. he's one of them refs that never let, used to let the game go at all we would pull up you know, he just petty, petty little what's the name? So yeah, for me, him coming out with that, the, the referee, I just think certain things. Now they've gone over that. Now they've breached the technology thing, and now they're using it, and it works a massive effect. It doesn't make you know. They was all worried about it affecting the game when it come in. It hasn't affected the game. It's made the game better. You know, and it's a game that we all now see in a specific way, which is first of all, there's the black percentage out there the 1% of football people who go to games. Then there's the 99% yeah, of people yeah. who watch it either yeah. live no, exactly. it's or in highlights yeah. with yeah. pundits judging it. Right. So this, this, is a, this, is a, this is a television entertainment. It piece. is. Yeah. And, and even, you know, we, every time I go to a game, I always end up at some point having a conversation along the lines of, well, I'll wait till we get home and see what actually happened. Yes. I don't know what I think about this but, game. I'll tell you. But meanwhile, I'll, I'll I'm booing. I'm booing, but yeah, until I find yeah, out I shouldn't yeah, yeah. be booing. But, yeah, but, the, but, that, but there's the joy of it. You're meant to still do exactly. that, aren't you? Well, this is, the, this is the thing. And to me, I can see why he said what he said, because it's basically the right stuff. It's, it's, the, it's the Chuck Yeager pilot argument isn't it it's like the pilot should be in charge of the craft yeah and then once you bring spaceships in the pilot should be he can't be in charge because the tech because things have developed he can't be in charge of all the things he needs to know now yeah and that's quite it's working that analogy because the point is he cannot see the things that he needs to see definitively for a television audience he can't yeah. it's like i went to you know just went to when i couldn't see that 
the goal that we had to see. You can't see the pitch. Well, yeah. But I couldn't tell. So you work on the basis that we're all booing because we should boo because that's what we do. Exactly right. And, but we don't know whether the ball has gone out. It turns out it hadn't. But the straightforward thing is everyone on the TV could see it hadn't. So that goal should have stood. Now, the point is we've had too many. I'm sure we'll all sit here and say we've all had too many. But legitimately, we've had so many decisions that have gone against us this season. And you can't keep doing it. You can't keep Except having Except, of course, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not going down the kind of like the, the coal-fueled version of football here. Except, of course, this is only possibly 30 years old as an argument because mistakes were made before we yeah. all had a chance to look at them. Yeah. But what we got to do, as Andy says, though, is bay, yeah, like a boo, a cheer in the ground, and then everyone went away saying, well, someone's made a mistake. And that's like, in the, you take it on the chin and walk away. Yeah. And the great, the great thing for me, I was thinking about this, because, you know, Zane wasn't... Um, you know, beyond criticism for his one as well. You know, that, well, that, you, I thought he put that rather well. That was big of me. Yeah. It was big of me. But, I like that. But then you think, how am I going to, this weekend I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch three games that are basically decided on, how do you want to put it? Deceiving. Let's, let's use uh, the nice term that, you know, <laughs> that's deceiving the referee. And then you think, like you just said, the drama, the opera of the thing, the occasion of the thing. Yeah. In South America, those things are part of the game. Those things are considered matador. Like, you know, you've cheated Quite. the ref. You know, and the whole theatre of it is everyone can get up in arms and, you know, it's, it's part of the, the emotion of the occasion that he cheated, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. If you take that away, <laughs> like Stu said, it becomes very anaesthetic. Well, well, the language is almost there, though, isn't it? Because, because we talk about buying a penalty and that's not a problem, is it? That, you know, there, there is an element that, that, that is that, which is twisting of the rules arguably yeah. but then again but that's not a new idea that's what's that's forever what happened isn't it I think the difference with, in England when you do it and when you do it in South America is also the chance you might get shot <laughs> well but, um, yeah but let's let, I think we should develop that <laughs> oh, interesting Mike Riley option <laughs> yeah. there but, good so Mike Riley starts hiring snipers excellent yeah, good thinking I never thought about that but, but yeah I think being the age that I am or we are you know getting on a bit I just think that with football we grew up in a time where you know you got, you had your three or four games a season on telly usually England or the cup final yeah. nowadays you know with the young I sound like an old get the younger generation but anyone under the age of sort of 30 will, will see football five six well, seven there's times only one way they've seen football yeah and that's yeah. Through, which is through this telly, yeah. and it's scrutinised it's well, forensic and, and a bit about now I made this argument earlier. Tell me what you think. For me, I, I'm, I'm see, I, I've got no moral dilemma with the with the, the, the technology argument. This my my argument is the fact that there's effectively two sets of way of looking at uh, rules, subjective and objective. And the subjective is fouls and balls. Mm. Objective is did it is he in the box? Is he outside the box? Yeah. Did he get out of play? Is it in play? Is he offside? Is he not offside? You, for me, I've got no problem. With it. If, if you have, to, if, if, you, if you said, if you threw to technology, do me the offside. Did he go out of play? I'm fine with that. Yeah. But of course, after that, you still surely should just add the reference and say, "What do you think?" Yeah. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. It's not. It's not. It's not decisive, is it? But, the, but the, this is the thing. If that one, the the uh, Rashford one. Referee can't see it. 
it's clear from the rep- he can't see it and the straightforward thing which everyone said at the time and it's still true you can't give it unless you see it now he could have you know had all of the opprobrium from the, whoever for not giving it but you don't give it unless you see it yeah but he there's no way on god's green planet that he has said i couldn't see it therefore i gave it that hasn't no. happened Andy. i no, mean no, yeah. i know what you mean but he but he he has seen it because he's given it right well, that, yeah, that's the Mike Riley position, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> so that we think he hasn't seen it because we've had the privilege of seeing it for 47 yeah. angles and decided he's not seen it. Yeah. He can't say that he's not seen it. So he's <laughs> well, we're into seen some it. Meta discussion. Oh, dear now. me. I've just, just, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Are we even here? <laughs> Am I even seeing you? Would you be, you called it. Long and, let's go with the long and the two version of this. At some point, if they shaped up football and, and, and games stopped because a bit of technology was thrown in there, would you say, do you know what, I'll, I'll give up the olden days for the right response, the right answers? Oh, without a show, especially in the big yeah. games as well. Yeah, yeah. You got, I mean, imagine like last week, uh, the other week with Tottenham and, um, you know, they, we were too old with a minute ago and he's suddenly you know one of them dives in the box or one of you know or it's it's it's, it's a ball to line offside and they go and score and you're out you know you've not only lost your biggest or one of your biggest rivals um and you know the chance of going on to a final and stuff well you know it's that sort of thing i just think for technology now you know i always go back to the lampard goal for against germany yeah. in the world cup when it was sort of a meter over the line and mm. you know for that sort of reason or, or for older viewers Two foot six. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the other thing, the straightforward thing, there are managers now, if, if you take that out of the game, there are managers who, it's never said, but who train players to do that now. No, well, you know, oh, and, absolutely. And, this, and you know how we know this, cause, because Rashford is young enough, there's, there's players, I'm not singling out Mourinho, well, I am. But, <laughs> but the thing is, we had a player, Sean Wright Phillips, who was, you know, for us, he was a hero for us. Most honest player I ever saw. Went to Chelsea under Mourinho. End of the next yeah. season, he's diving everywhere. He's just falling over, basically just spends his whole game falling Flop, over. Flopping's a technique. Right, well, I'm saying it's a technique that is learned. And it, and, and, and it is, but it's a weapon in football. And let's not pretend it, it was invented last Wednesday. Oh, no, it's been going very long. You saw it. We saw it in European football for, for donkey's years, you know. In, in some cases, we're England or English teams. We was always too honest, weren't we? You know, mm. I think you have to look at the Leeds. What was that Leeds? Or naive would be. You're naive, you know. yeah. You know, when Leeds um, got cheated out in the Europe. I don't know. I think we were pretty fun. bad as well. I mean, look at Terry Butcher with that all that fake blood and the oh, band. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, what was yeah. he thinking? <laughs> and that sword stuck in his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, exactly right. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but yeah. I always say, uh, yeah, I always thought United, whenever we played them, they they had that thing. And in hindsight, I think you know we were always skeptical. Oh, he's falling. He's going for blah blah. And I think it was because they were playing in Europe before we were. And so we were still playing, all oh, right, you know, get up. United were playing a different game because they had to play Bayern Munich every, every season. Well, so so, so, were, so I'm not suggesting Bayern you, so Munich when you're going, So when you're going up against them, you've, yeah. got, you've got to match them up. Well, they, they had to play in a different way. Yeah. That's giving them the benefit. And, also, and, and he, he, this is back to this. I mean, it's not like we're saying, oh, that's the end of football as we know it. It's not like she's brand spanking new. We're a multi 
cultural multinational football league now, aren't we? Yeah. In fact, that's our appeal. Yeah. So, so do we start now just basically embracing the fact that the? I mean, to apply I don't think it's a cultural thing. I don't black think black and white rules is is nuts. I, I don't think it? it's a cultural thing. I think it's at the very highest level. Those things make a difference, and it comes back to the and same thing. Course, small which margins. Which you get in the highest level footballers. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the and higher you go, managers, the higher you go, the smaller the margins. And if if you can, Ooh, dis- no, you it's see, true. That's a very though. good point. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, definitely. Is it though? Does it does it affect your watching of football much, or are you comfortable adjusting what you're seeing? I I think I'm at an age now. We've seen most things, and I, I, I don't get the things that I get the ump with in football. Are not the same as what they were, you know, sort of 15, 20 years ago. I, I think you all, you do get a bit bright, you do get used to sort of watching certain things and that. But um, I, the like the blatant, you don't get so much of the blatant. You get the blatant take me out job when you're two one up. The player ain't been on a card and suddenly he's tripped up a player going through. You get you get that now. You know, if my team do it, you think yeah, you're taking one for the team there, son. We're all happy. But 15, 20 years ago, you think, what, you know, why did you mm-hmm. do that? What, what's that all about? Yeah, yeah. Well, as you say, in fact, you know, when you say, so, I actually quite like that, you know, the, the you know, <laughs> yeah, I like jumping, in, jumping in front of the sniper's bullet. Well, they, yeah, yeah. they get a kidney punch in as well, and it ain't been seen even better. <laughs> before we before we decide who's going to win the league, yeah, tell us about this new there band of yours there from that Watford plot. What, the old Spitfires? Yeah, I've been managing them for five years now. And uh, new single, Move On, comes out next month. Limited blue vinyl we've done as well. So and and what's, what's the, I'm, I'm going to say the Spitfires with the Rondal implications. Is there a mod connection here at all? Lead singer's uh, obviously a big Weller fan and that, but he's gone past all that now. They're just a good rock and roll band. We're taking in all the influences of the past and... Making their own sound. In a rare moment in the whistleblowers, we're going to take a short break to listen to 30 seconds of the Spitfires. general idea so you can see him when we're playing 229 in London on the 10th of June and also doing a special gig up in Stockton on Tees near Middlesbrough on the 2nd of June I'd rather you didn't refer to Middlesbrough (laughs) 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 Mr Andy Connell um, where who's winning the title where are your boys going to finish do you get a season out of this that is doable for Man City yeah, tra- season of transition, blah, blah. Thank you very much. Stre- strength and stability, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now, Chelsea are going to win the title. Of course they are. We all know that. Uh, I, th- You know, we're third or fourth. Uh, it's fourth, you don't have to play the playoff game, but I quite enjoy the playoff game early in the season. So uh, I'd settle for three or four. That's all we can do. What, what, is it massively important for him to have... Champions League to go forward to etc. I mean, he, uh, part of me has know, he been given a year? Do you think? In- oh, you know, honestly, I think he's been given as long as he wants. I, d- I honestly think that. Yeah, and yes, I mean, you'd be a mug not to give Pep Guardiola. Yeah, a bit of time. and the straightforward yeah. thing is, he'll sit here and I'll sit here and say, yes, it's massively important. 
Should he not do that? It'll affect who he's able to bring in. That's that's the immediate that's concern. That's very true. Yeah. Other than that, you know, quite honestly, I, I I'm we're all sitting here thinking that we're old. My main thing is being as old as I am. I, I love winning the league, and the fact that we have managed to in my life, I didn't think we would. Yeah. So that means the most to me. The Champions League's nice and all the rest of it, but I want to win the league. And it, honestly, if you were looking at the worst things that could happen if we finished fifth, I don't think. I'll be very surprised in the next few years if a team that finishes in the top four wins the league. Because, yeah. you know, do you look at the teams that do Leicester last year, Chelsea this year, no European football, and you don't want to, you know, they've played very well. I don't want to take anything away from that. But the number of games you have to play... It's a very interesting part of the equation, isn't it? Is, is whether the template is this... No, Chelsea's non-European football this season. I don't think that's made a difference. And the fact that he said that Andy said about just win the league until you've won the Champions League, you don't realise. I'm not giving it a big one, but you don't realise how important that is. And you won that again and again. You can now. I understand why all them scousers go on about it. Five. <laughs> <laughs> I won't swear here, but five times. But that. That you know, you'll never that no, it's high true. is true. I agree. But winning the league, yeah, is obviously for us. This is like I'm exactly the same. Obviously, Chelsea City are quite intrinsically linked. I think through timelines and stuff. And I never thought I'd see Chelsea win the league in my lifetime. And I think we're up, for, you know, fifth time this season. Hopefully, touch wood. But uh, so it's it's yeah, it's a big thing. And obviously. I'd, you know, you can't. It's it's so exciting. Just, but we're actually got a side now that everyone plays for each other. It's, you know, we always had that with the Mourinho sides, and um, I loved um, Ancelotti and his side. We won it, but this season there's a real bond between the fans, the team, and the manager. And um, I'm hoping that we can hang on to that for as long as we can. And I, I have this feeling that we could do very well in the Champions League next season. I think you could. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. But uh, the only thing I would say is it would be a hell of an achievement to do the double now, to do yeah. the Champions and the League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's, there's, that's a, a tough thing, especially with the amount of games and that. But Well, I'll let all you grown-ups in the top yeah, four uh, worry about that do anyway for next, next season, season, which is very exciting news. Uh, Good to hear the band. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, nice to see you, Stu. Nice to see you back mate. as well. And Mr. Andy Collins, thank you very much indeed for coming along. Couple of weeks to go yet. This is the Whistleblowers. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.